Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well... We're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Flying without a rundown. Isn't technology great, Day Day? Isn't it? Isn't it just gotta fabulous? love it? Gotta isn't love it. Isn't it just fabulous that we, <laughs> you know, can't get things to work around here? Printers not working. Computers barely, you know, functioning around here. <sighs> I just take a nap for a couple of few hours. Would that be possible, Day Day? No. Yes. Well, not yet. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> We'll we'll start sleeping in the nine o'clock hour. So, anyway, um, with you for the full four, you know, whatever, Odyssey app, whatever, who cares? Um, at nine two nine the game, whatever. Uh, at D D Lewis at J M C H three one six, whatever. It's just, it it's 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 frustrating when you try to come in here and try to get stuff done. Right? You ever have that happen in your workplace where you try to come in and get some stuff done? in your workplace, and things are running, you know, technology, right? Technology isn't working. It's running slow. Air is here. This is there. Click this. Drag this. Do you want cookies? No, I don't want any of your baked goods, right? Always got to be something. Always has to be something. <sighs> Tell them in a foul mood right about now. Like, I honestly— Was it, was it if, traffic if, related? If, if, well, all of this stuff— if we honestly we we need to start doing a show on Sirius XM where I can really unleash a verbal tirade. Like you only get the filtered down, watered down version of John Chuckery. When I tell you I can cut one of the great promos and and F bomb the world out of people, I, I can cut I can cut the ultimate promo. We we may have to. What's that thing Andy and Randy do? That that podcast oh, thing. Off the cuff podcast. Right, yeah. right. You know, cufflinks podcast, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Yeah. We we may need to do something like that. Well, again, you're not available because you got other commitments. Uh, but we may need to do something like that where because they they I guess they can swear on that thing, right? Yeah, but I think they had to tone it back because I from, really from, yeah I think they were they were getting a little. Uh, a little too far off the leash. So I think they got dialed in a little bit. I think they still do, but just not quite as much as they used to. Okay. If if they told me, if I was like on, I don't know, whatever, this this uh, poop cast or whatever like that, if I was on that and they told me to tone it down, I'd amp it up four degrees. 
<laughs> no, no, 100 degrees. I'd amp it up even even more um, on it. Because, you know, they uh, – so I do a podcast during the day, right? Right. And they they always come to us, and they are always monitoring language and different things like that, right? So, like, we can't swear on our podcasts, right? I mean, it's video and audio. We can't swear on our podcast. So I, I – but I – I occasionally I don't I don't drop an f bomb or anything like that, but I'll occasionally throw off a four letter word here or there, just to see if anybody's listening, just to see if they have to. And Jarvis has had to bleep me out before, <laughs> you know. And Jarvis, my producer, he he's had to bleep me out a couple few times, you know. But listen, you you, you gotta you gotta push that envelope and just a and little bit walk it up. Yeah, I mean you you've, you've got to be able to to push it. You know, and, and kind of straddle that line um, with everything. But I, I, I would love to do a full-fledged type of podcast where it's Katie bar the door. You know, are they are they hiring for this? Uh, uh, what is it? This kumquat? You talking about that place across? the Yeah, hall? The, the, right here in the right here in the uh, the other room here. The oh, the uh, the, the, the um, pineapple studio. Is that the pineapple? Yeah, studios? the kumquat um, <laughs> studio, right? So are they are they hiring over there? Can you swear on that network? <laughs> haven't heard, haven't heard. Okay, because I, I can listen. I'm telling you, I can cut. I can cut a oh, promo. Oh yeah, I can tell. Oh, I can. I, I can, can cut tell. a. <laughs> if I could just be unleashed one time and just let it go, just let it all fly off the handles and just speak my mind uh, to all of it. So anyway, a man can dream, right? All right, lots to get into with you here uh, this evening. Uh, we get ready for Braves and Dodgers game number two coming up at seven twenty here this evening. This is actually a um, uh, this game's on TBS, uh, I guess tonight. I think it's on the I think it's on one of the Bally channels as well, but um, it is on um, it is on TBS uh, tonight. Spencer Strider takes the mound um, against the Dodgers' top prospect. Uh, we kind of knew that the Dodgers were going to go up, uh, call up their. Uh, top prospect from the minor leagues, and Bobby Miller is the guy. He's making his uh, first first ever appearance uh, tonight. He's their top prospect against arguably the filthiest, nastiest, you know, starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. I'll say it. He, he's he's the filthiest pitcher in national in in, in America in, in all of Major League Baseball. He's the filthiest pitcher in baseball, and he's looking to. Uh, um, he's looking to go five and one uh, right now. Four and one with a two ninety six ERA. I believe he leads the majors in strikeouts. I know he leads the majors in strikeouts per nine innings. Um, it's just a ridiculous number that Strider is putting up. I believe it's over fifteen strikeouts per nine innings that that he's got right now. Yeah, it's fifteen strikeouts per nine innings, and he's almost a five to one strikeout to walk ratio. 86 strikeouts in 51 innings, nine starts. Um, he's and again we've we've discussed this. He's only walked 18 guys and only given up four homers on the year, and he's only given up 34 hits. So he doesn't get himself in all kinds of jeopardy. He doesn't get himself in all kinds of trouble. You know he doesn't he doesn't find a way to just you know walk a bunch of guys or you know uh, all of a sudden you know a couple of guys get. Two or three hits. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. Now he has a start here or there where he does that, but by and large, he doesn't do those kinds of things. He doesn't get himself into any real trouble when he's on the mound, and that's a real testament to him because you know, for being this young, it's one thing to have great stuff, right? Now it's one thing to, you know, have the ability to strike guys out and things like that. But a lot of times, look. Nolan Ryan was a guy who struck out more people than anybody in history. I think he also had the most walks in Major League history. Did he not? You know, he had the seven no-hitters and, you know, all the strikeouts, but he would walk a lot of guys, and he would give up a lot of base hits, and he would get himself in trouble. Now, look, again, when you can strike out that many guys, you know, whatever, it's 7,000 guys that you strike out for your career, and you pitch like 5,000 innings. You know, you can get away with some of that stuff. But he was a guy who put a lot of base runners on base. Strider isn't doing that. Yeah, he was the only he's the only pitcher to put more than two thousand runners on base. Wow. Whew. 
I mean, that's a lot, man. I mean, that's that's a lot. But, you know, again, when you can get outs without contact, you can you can get away with some of that stuff. So your lineup tonight is uh, Ronnie Olson Murphy, then Riley Rosario Albies, um, Ozuna Arcia, Sam Hilliard, uh, and then Spencer Strider, um, giving uh, Michael Harris a, a night off. And, look, we talked a little bit about Michael Harris. Look, he's, for all his struggles this year, and he, and he has definitely struggled with the bat, but – it hasn't affected him defensively. He's a he's a plus defensive war rating player. You know, he's walking more over his plate appearances than he did last year. He's striking out less overall, and he's still creating havoc on the base paths. I think he's only got 14 hits, and I think eight of those are singles. I think it's four four doubles and two homers or something like that, but, but I think it's like eight or nine singles is all he has, but he still has four stolen bases. It's a pretty good ratio. When you get on base, you're still creating some havoc and causing havoc on the base paths. So he's doing some good things. It's just the results haven't come together. And maybe it's a little bit of sophomore slump. I don't know. But as long as his defense is still there, that's the that's the first thing that you make sure that he's got going on, right? Make sure that his defense... He's still top tier, and he's a plus defensive war uh, player in baseball. He's a negative war with the bat, but he's a plus defensive war, wins above replacement uh, with his glove. And that's that's really what you look at more than anything. So um, he's getting a night off. Uh, we'll see what happens here as uh, the Braves will face a guy that uh, is pitching for the first time against. And listen, I'm excited to see what Strider can do against this lineup, right? You know, they they've got – They've got plenty of left-handed hitting. We talked about that last night. Plenty of left-handed hitting. With Freeman and Muncie and these guys, they've always been a left-handed dominant lineup. So we'll see what Strider has uh, going forward here. Uh, A couple other quick things uh, to get to. Um, So the Lakers got swept last night, and LeBron is already talking about kind of – can we please not have him go down the Brett Favre road? Can we not have that? Can we not be, well, I'm I'm thinking about retiring. Look, if you're going to, I mean, you've been in this thing for 20 years, okay? You're still a high-level player, right? But, you know, as, the, as Will Rogers famously said, there comes a time in every man's life, and I've had a lot of them. And, and LeBron has done every, LeBron has literally done every single thing you could ever do, winning championships, winning gold medals, being the, one of the greatest players of all time. I still say you can't have an all-time NBA five without LeBron James. He is truly one of the great players in the history of the league. And after 20 years, and you think about how many games he's played, it's not just 20 regular seasons. How many times has he been to the NBA finals? Okay, well, that's how many additional games, right? You know, that's 20, 20, 24 games minimum that you've probably played a season for, you know, close to 20 years, right? I mean, he hasn't had a whole lot of early playoff exits, right? Even even this round was the NBA Conference Finals. So, again, they had to play two series, and, and they had to play the play-in game, too. So, again, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if if he doesn't hang it up and and he doesn't officially retire. I now, think he'll. I think he'll retire, but I think he'll announce that he's retiring next year, so he can get his uh, well his farewell I, he, tour. And he wants to. And he wants to play with his son, right? Yeah. Like that's the other thing too that they're hanging their hat on or whatever yeah. like that. All right. Help me understand these words, okay? Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. The Lakers have had quote unquote internal discussions about hypothetical summer trade proposals for Trey Young. Okay. Now. I understand all of those words in English. I've never heard them put together like that. The Lakers have had internal discussions about hypothetical <laughs> summer trade proposals for Trey Young. What, what, what exactly does that mean? I, I, I consider myself fairly educated, and, and I know I'm brain dead now. Now that I had the stroke, I've, I've had to hit a reset button on my brain, I, and I get all of that. Okay, I I don't function as I as I used to, but I I don't know what that means. So they've had internal discussions. 
okay, you have discussions about every player in the league, right? Yeah. If you could get your hands on Giannis and it was a realistic possibility, you'd go get Giannis, right? Right. About hypothetical summer trades, okay? So, again, I'm going to bring Magic back in his prime and trade him for A.J. I mean, uh, AJ Griffin. What are we doing here? These people are nuts. And one of the Lakers haven't won in a few years. <laughs> uh, so I don't even know what this I don't even know what that means. This is according to who's this person? Jovan Bua? Never heard of him. He's the Lakers reporter for the Athletic. I don't even know what it means. Like how do you have how do you have just sounds like somebody overheard a conversation. Okay, so uh, and told uh, him let, about let's it. just let's just get mythical trades, okay? Uh, we're going to uh, the Hawks are going to trade Giannis for um, one of the um, holiday guys, um, Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> um, who's the other? Who's that other guy? They got like uh, Vladdy Courage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna trade those three guys for Giannis. You're right. Good and luck. and hold on, and the Bucks are gonna pick up half of his contract. <laughs> I mean, luck. if we're just if just put spitball in stupid trades. Let's just spitball stupid trades. Anyway, just dumb. Just dumb these, these things that go on here. All right, what's not dumb is we're going to talk to Lauren Williams, Hawks beat reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. She's going to join us up next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 1990 Game, Odyssey.com app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at it, Chuckery Show, hanging out in the Key Studios with you on this, uh, what is this, Tuesday? Tuesday evening. Um, 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. We're going to open up the phone lines to you as we're going to talk some Hawks basketball here coming up in about 20 minutes uh, from right now. But let's head out to the wadefor.com hotline. Let's talk to our friend of the show, Lauren Williams. 
She is the beat reporter for the Atlanta Hawks for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can get all of your Hawks off-season news and reports. And Lauren is on Twitter, at WilliamsLaurenL. William, or sorry, Lauren, as uh, always, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got, got, got all the letters and initials uh, all mixed up there. But, no, yeah. as always, Lauren, thanks, uh, thanks for a few minutes with us tonight. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. So, you know, the Hawks really don't have a lot of open roster spots because they got so many guys under contract. Are they going to be any sort of player when free agency hits? Are they are they looking at being any kind of mover or shaker at all? Or do you think that these are going to be very minor moves when it comes to free agency? You know, I think they're still going to try and and make as many moves as they possibly can. They did. They were able to shed, you know, a couple of those contracts when they moved uh, Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky at the trade deadline back in February, and then got a guy like Aaron Holiday who was signed to a vet minimum. So you're right. They don't have a ton of uh, roster space. But I do think that, you know, as they continue to look at what is ahead of them in terms of the draft and, and who they have under contract, like, you know, end of the bench guys like Bruno Fernando and then uh, Garrison Matthews, Lee Krejci, you know, those are the guys that maybe they can package in some form and, and maybe move move them to, to free up some roster space, but also maybe uh, bring in some, some other guys who are a bit more um, <laughs> ready to go as uh, Quinn Snyder might need them. So, I mean, we've discussed this 40 million times, Lauren. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it is the question that, that we need to know is, you know, they're already in the luxury tax based upon mm-hmm. their top contracts. Are they going to stay in the luxury tax? Are they Are they right? I mean, I don't mean when it's time and all the talking points and, you know, all the platitudes that Tony Russell put out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in it now. And, and if they're mm-hmm. going to get better, they're going to have to stay in it. Is this the year where, okay, we get waist deep into the luxury tax? Yeah, I, I, I just, it's hard for me to see them committing that just because I don't, think they have that championship roster that Tony Ressler has said that he he would want to see before he's ready to you know sign off on them going into the luxury tax so I do think this is the year that they try to move on from you know a guy like John Collins and you know I've heard before that there are still teams out there that are interested in you know a potential fit that he might have on their roster it's just a matter of what they're willing to give the Hawks back in return and and that's that's the big question, right? How much are you willing to give up for a guy who is making $25 million a year and has a player option on his final year of his contract in about three years? So it, it's just tough, but I, I, I still stand by that. John Collins is the guy that they, they do continue to try to move on from, and that does open up quite a bit in terms of uh, cap space for them. But But don't you have to, you know, in – I don't want to say it's it's not a it's not a one hundred percent match of the money, but you no, can't you can't you, you can't trade but you can't trade John Collins for two second round draft picks. I mean, there is a there is a balance that you have to get back salary in return. And mm-hmm. I look at this and I say, okay, I mean, the reason teams do some of this is they want the expiring contract so that in a mm-hmm. year they can free up the cap space, right? Well, mm-hmm. but but we're trying to win now. Like we're 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 in win now mode, and we're not worried about picking up expiring contracts or you know that kind of thing. You know, if we're going to trade John Collins or anybody that we trade, I don't care if it's Capella or DeAndre Hunter, mm-hmm. you want something back in value of return because we're trying to you know we're trying to we're trying to turn the corner and you know become a legitimate playoff team. Absolutely, I think that again, that's the that's the tough part of what they're able to kind of argue and command. Uh, We can argue that John Collins maybe upped his value a little bit in those final couple of playoff games that we saw the Hawks playing at the end of the season, but it's still very hard. And I think Utah is a team that I've heard that is still interested, that they were a team that were interested in him at the trade deadline, but, you know, the trigger was not pulled. I mean, we saw that, they were willing to part with uh, uh, Jared Vanderbilt and, and Malik Beasley. And, and as I said, that, that that trigger wasn't pulled. But I, I do think that Utah has a couple of pieces that, you know, could provide this Hawks team with the veteran presence that I think that they miss 
this year. I think they need a couple of guys who are willing to hold, you know, the rest of the team accountable. And we just haven't seen that with the roster that they, they currently have. And you're right. They do um, have to at least pull in another team. Maybe it becomes a three team trade as opposed to an outright match for match uh, salary. We saw, a four-team trade at the trade deadline when they, they traded those four second-round picks to Golden State, which they then flipped and sent to Portland for uh, Gary Payton the, uh, the second. So I do think they'll have to, you know, bring out all of their negotiating skills that we haven't quite seen them them do. So this is a big, big free agency summer for the Hawks. So I think this is a big turning point for them. And, and what they do or what they're able to make happen in free agency, I think will tell us whether or not they are going to be competing this year or if the timeline is stretched out a little bit more. Lauren Williams is the beat writer for the Atlanta Hawks for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining us here on the waitfor.com hotline. Okay, I know it's pie in the sky, okay? And I'm, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think big, though. You know, mm-hmm. I, I talked about this last night on my show. Why can't we be in the mix for Jalen Brown? If I, the more I'm reading, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that the Celtics are. And look, he's going to get a super max deal. Either he's going to get it from the Celtics, he's going to get mm-hmm. it elsewhere. He's getting a super max deal. So if they're not going to sign him, and he's got thirty-two million dollars owed to him next year mm-hmm. in the final year of his contract, why can't we be in the mix for a player like that? Why? Why? Why do I read about all these? It, it, because again, he'd be coming home. But I, I read mm-hmm. a lot of things about other teams. I don't necessarily read as much about the Hawks. Right. And I think that's because the Hawks have in some ways doubled down on trying to build a little build around uh, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. I think, you know, Landry Fields said it in his exit interview when we talked to them um, last month that, you know, they are, are going to try and make this thing work with these guys. And I think that if, if you're trying to go after Jalen Brown, I think you have to decide on who you're going to keep and who you're going to move on from. Well, I think, I think that's what it comes down to. I, I would tell you though, out, outside of Trey Young and DeJounte, you can have everybody. You, you, you mm-hmm. can, I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, if it costs me Hunter, whatever, Capella, whatever, bogey, whatever. I, I mean, he's one of the best two way players in, in all of the NBA and again, 100%. we we need this kind of star power. Like I, I I know we're kind of getting on that fringe, and Trey is definitely a star, and mm-hmm. I think Dejounte is as well. But we're we're kind of in that just fringe area where we have guys that are pretty good, and we can play with most teams, but we don't have those guys that are true difference makers. You know, and right. and it seems like in today's NBA, you've got to have two, three, four of those kinds of players. Absolutely. And then it goes, that will go back to that question that you had earlier about, will, will this be the year that Tony Ressler um, signs off on going into the luxury tax, especially if you have Quinn Snyder saying that he's willing to really be flexible with where he pairs those three guys. I mean, as you mentioned, if they do decide to move on from Hunter, maybe you play Jalen Brown at the three as opposed to having him be that shooting guard that we've seen him be. Um throughout his career um it's just there are a lot of moving parts i think that you'd have to be or or all of these guys would have to be willing to kind of you know agree to to make this work and if that's the case then we might be in a situation again where it's another adjustment period that they said that they needed for trey young and Dejounte murray to kind of fit together now if you're adding in that third piece in jalen brown that might be another season that they need that adjustment period because you're asking these guys to kind of play a different style of basketball or play in a position that they may not necessarily be comfortable with. Lauren, um, I, I know everything about the NBA draft is best player available, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. that's really the way you've got to draft in the NBA because, it. I mean, even – even after, again, we know what the number one pick is going to be, but after that, it's it's all a crapshoot. And in most years it is once you get past one or two or three. But is there any kind of draft strategy? I mean, the draft is less than a month away. Is there any sort of real draft strategy that the Hawks are looking at and based upon some of the guys that they're bringing in for workouts and things like that? Do you feel like there's some kind of strategy that's in place? Honestly, I think they're, like you said, they're, 
They're looking for the best player available. And at 15, that's just kind of where where you are. It's not the lottery where you can just kind of take a, a guy that's there. You have to go for the, the best fit, best guy. Um, and I, I it's, it's hard to kind of say what their strategy is because throughout the season we saw Landry Fields and, and some of those front office guys uh, in the facility in, in some of those prime scouting moments like March Madness and, and everything. But they were pretty confident that they'd done their work pretty early on. Um, and so we'll just have to continue seeing uh, where they believe the best fit is for this team. And, and that's going to be continuing to build around Trey Young and, and DeJounte Murray. So, I mean, we, we talked about you know, there's really not a lot of open roster spots. Are, mm-hmm. are you basically drafting a guy to go to the G League? Is that is that what this is going to be? That um, the guy that we draft is going to end up playing in College Park? I think so, especially because you have so many young, talented players who have been developing ahead of that guy. Uh, you have a guy like AJ Griffin, who we saw play a lot of minutes at the beginning of his rookie season, and then that kind of tailed off as the team brought in Quinn Snyder. He's just the Quinn Snyder is the type of guy that I've heard. He doesn't necessarily play a lot of rookies. So I don't think we can expect to see, um, you know, whoever the Hawks draft this, this draft year uh, playing a lot of minutes in the rotation. I think, you know, they'll probably spend a lot of their time, like you said, in college park. Lauren, uh, last thing for you, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if they're not going to go into the luxury tax with all of this, mm-hmm. how do you get better? I mean, you almost have to draft and get lucky if you're mm-hmm. not going to go in. I mean, you know, I know we talked about being Golden State a few years ago with Travis Schlenk, and and they drafted their guys, but you know, it's you don't always get to draft Steph and Clay and Draymond. I mean, right. it doesn't work out that way. How do you get better if we're not going to get ourselves? In the luxury tax, can, can they coach? Can Quinn Snyder coach everybody up who's younger and less expensive? I mean, is that going to be the philosophy if they're not going in the luxury tax? Yeah, I mean, I think you can kind of see with the reported moves that they've been making in terms of their coaching staff that they're putting a pretty big emphasis on uh, development. You have a guy like Mike Bray who was just in the college ranks and can most likely relate to a lot of the, these younger guys um, in helping them to develop their game. And so uh, I think that's kind of what the plan is. We've seen that they put a big emphasis on, on development, and that's one of the reasons that they moved on from Coach Nate McMillan You know, during the middle of the season. They wanted to make sure that everyone was on the same page and that there was continued development, not just for some of those young guys, but the older veterans as well. Lauren Williams, she covers the Atlanta Hawks for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Check out all of her work at AJC.com. Join me on the waitfor.com hotline. You can follow her on her Twitter page, at WilliamsLaurenL. Lauren, as always, appreciate a few minutes here. We will uh, certainly talk as we get closer to the draft, and we'll see what happens with the offseason as it progresses along. All right. Thank you so much. You got it. When we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines to you. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. How active do you think that the Hawks will be in free agency? Nothing at all? Bit players? They dump a couple of salaries? We'd be a big pl- Where do you think that the Falcon, or sorry, the Hawks find themselves in free agency? Get your calls next. Chuck, we in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at it, Chuck Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios Wednesday night with you. All right, 404-726-0929. That is our phone line. We're going to get your thoughts. We'll, we'll take your phone calls here. Day-Day will answer the phone, and we'll get, get you lined up on the phones. I, I'm curious as to how active you think that the Atlanta Hawks are going to be in free agency. You know, this is obviously a very important year for the Atlanta Hawks franchise because everybody's a year older. You know, we, we've obviously seen with the new coach, it's obviously a new kind of front office scheme and everything that goes along with it. There has to be some changes to this roster. Like we can't just go in with the same guys and run it back and think it's going to be all that dramatically different. And I do think that Trey Young is the one guy that I would guarantee you will be here next year. I don't know that I could say that about anybody. Like I, I could see where they would move on from DeJounte Murray. I could see where they would move on from DeAndre Hunter, from John Collins, from Clint Capella. Like I could see several people that could be on a potential trade block. But because the Falcons don't really have much in the way of roster spots. I mean, look at all the guys we have signed, right? You've got Trey's under contract, Murray's under contract, Collins, Capella, Hunter. They're all under contract, right? Bogey's under contract. Obviously, Jalen Johnson and A.J. Griffin are under contract. You know, then you start to get into some of the lower-tier players, right? The Holidays and Kaminsky's and all that, and those guys are gone. But you're not – with the way Quinn Snyder used his bench – there ain't much in the way of a whole lot of bench spots available. All five of your guys and your starters are signed and under contract, at least for this coming year. Murray's going to be a free agent after you know next season. But at least for this year, you've got your starting five and a few key bench people. Okongwu's under contract, right? So, again, we don't play very many guys off our bench, and the guys we do play are all under contract. So you haven't had to – re-up anybody unless you're talking about end-of-the-bench guys. I mean, that's literally what we're talking about. If if your bench is Bogey, Jalen, Griffin, Okongwu, how many more guys are you going to play? Like, how many spots are there available for anybody to play? Because your starting five is signed up and four guys off your bench are signed up. Well, that, that leaves you – those are the kind of things where, like, remember in the old days when Jawan Howard – was on the Miami Heat bench and he won a title with those guys, right? That you just you get somebody that's just coming in for a vet minimum type of contract. There's not spots and there's not playing time to be had. Especially if AJ Griffin gets back in the fold and back in the loop and you know he gets back to playing pretty regularly. Then it's a whole other ball game. But I don't see them being much of an active player unless they unless they try to shed salary, unless that that's what they what they try to do. Again, we don't know what this is going to bring as far as are we going in the luxury tax? Are, are we going to be in that? We're in it right now. Are we going to stay in it? Are we going to go neck deep, waist deep in the luxury tax or not? And I don't know the answers to those questions, folks. I have no idea. I've said before, 
I want to sit Tony Wrestler down, and him and I just have a one-on-one chat. A, are we going into luxury tax next year? B, what's the pecking order as to where Quinn Snyder is in the pecking order of player decision-making, player personnel moves? That's it. I'll let Tony Wrestler drone on for 20, 30 minutes at a time. I just want to know the answer to those two questions. And if I'm satisfied with the answers, then we can move on. Then we'll have questions for Quinn Snyder and Landry Fields and everybody else along with it. But I don't see that they're going to be much of a player. For as important of an offseason as this is for the Atlanta Falcons, and they need to get better. They need to improve their roster. Whatever they have to do to improve this franchise, it's got to take a big step forward. This has to pay off at some point. We can't keep going backward from the Eastern Conference Finals. And we talked about the Kevin Herter thing last week. You know, that he, that he thought, you know, he said that, I, you know, I didn't agree with Herter, but, you know, it was, the, it was the worst thing that could have happened to him. It didn't put war expectations on you. It showed you what you were capable of and, and what you have to do to be, you know, a good franchise. But, again, I, I just don't see where we're going to get into that market. It's going to probably have to be through trades. And if you're going to trade your, you know, I don't want to say stars, but if you're going to trade your good players, you better get something back in return because we're not looking for expiring contracts in rebuild mode. This is not rebuild mode for the Hawks. It's time to put our foot on the gas pedal and get something done. All right, 404-726-0929. Let's uh, head out to the phones. Let's grab uh, DJ out in Rex. What's going on, DJ? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, bud. So uh, this is my take on the Hawks situation. Um, I'm saying um, I do agree with moving on with a couple of people. I would say maybe J.C. Um, and I can see him going to somewhere like a Utah or San Antonio, someone that can help him develop more and maybe become more like a, a quiet Leonard type of player, but I don't see that happening with the Hawks. Uh, second thing I see is we definitely need a, another big man coming off the, uh, the bench when Clint sits down. <clears throat> so maybe we could find a diamond in the rough and uh, the um, maybe in the draft or something like that. But we need somebody to grab boards when uh, when uh, Clint Capella sits down because that's been our kicker. That's what's been killing us lately. So, um, well, I, I do maybe. think that I do think that Akongwu is your backup center, um, and, and he's a guy that is a good defensive player. I mean, that was that's how he made his bones in college. Was wasn't like he was a great offensive player. He was a defensive rebounding minded type of guy. Now he's not the big time rim protector. You know, he's not the big bodied rim protector like a traditional center. But I, I will say, I mean, and Lauren and I discussed this. Look. Whoever they're going to draft at 15, that's, that player's going to the G League. There's just not a spot. I mean, just, there just isn't a spot that makes sense. I mean, you're not going to draft a guy at 15 and he's going to play three minutes a night. He, I mean, he's not. I mean, if he's only going to, if, if you draft a guy at 15 and all he's going to do is play Bruno Fernando minutes, that's a waste of a draft pick. You might, you might as well not even pick a guy. You might as well just walk a card up to the commissioner that's blank and said, you know, we don't want this effing pick. So you're going you're gonna to take that guy and immediately send him down to the G League when all is said and done. So I, that's why I say I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how. I, I don't know all of the ways about how to try to tweak this roster. Because you're not going into a big-time free agent, Right. If you want Jalen Brown, you got to trade for Jalen Brown. He's still under contract. By the way, he's got $32 million owed to him. Okay? That would put him second on the salary cap structure for the Atlanta Hawks. Only Trey, who's in his super max deal now, where he's in the low 40s, I think 43, 43 or maybe 44 million. You know, and then after that, Collins at, you know, 25. Um, Capella's in the 20s. Hunter is in the low 20s, right? I mean, we have we have pieces that we can move. I guess it's just a matter of what you get back in return 
for some of those guys. Because we're not trying to, again, we're not looking for expiring contracts. When, when you trade pretty good players, a lot of times you're looking to get back expiring deals because you're not winning with that guy and you want to you, you try to improve, but you, you're not going to get better in one year. So get some expiring contracts, open up some salary cap space, and go make a move from there. But that's, that's really not the way we're looking at doing it. We're not looking at taking on contracts just for the sake of taking on contracts so that we can open up cap space the following year. We got to get this thing fixed now. We got to get this roster and coaching staff and everybody to get everything put together and figured out. So I don't think it's an easy solution as to what they're going to do. All right, let's go out to uh, Ramel out in Brooks County. What's going on, Ramel? What's going on, boss? Hey, buddy. Uh, I can I can see them getting rid of uh John Collins and uh and uh Clint. I mean they they big men, but they not the best defensive player, not the very best uh rim protectors. And on the offensive side, they're not skilled enough. Just hopeful wishing. I wish we could pick up somebody like Rudy Gobert and uh and Buddy from the Lakers. I think his name Ryu. That guy, he's he's pretty good on he's a three and D guy, so he's pretty good on defense and can knock down some shots. Like John Collins is. His game don't translate to the to the NBA of the of this era. Like he'll be better back in the day, but he don't really have, he's not skilled enough on the offensive side to really help us on the offensive side. Well, if you're going to go after Gobert, you know he's a what? Look up his contract real quick. He's a forty forty four million dollar center. I mean, I know he's been Defensive Player of the Year, and and he's he's an elite defender. He isn't he isn't really any better rebounder than what Clint Capella is. But Clint's a guy that costs you half the money of Gobert, right? Isn't Gobert forty four million dollars? Yep, he is. Yeah, five. Yeah, because he got five for two oh five. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's five for two oh five. What's his salary cap number? I was about to say he's thirty five thousand against the against the cap. Thirty five million against I mean the million, cap. Yeah, sorry. That that seems low. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised it's I'm surprised it's only. Um, Oh wait, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong year. For this year, it would be 41. Yes, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. That he is a he's a 40 plus million dollar player. So his cap number, um, his cap number for this year is 41 million. Then it goes to 43 million, yep. and, and then it goes 46. to 47 million yeah. in a in a player option year. You think he's going to opt in for 47 million? <laughs> right. you think he's going to turn down 47 million? Right. And I don't know if he got the um, – I don't think that was a super max deal, right? He just got a max contract, but I don't think that was a super max deal, um, which doesn't matter nowadays because you can, you, you can have multiple – you can have more than two super max players on your roster now. But if they go after Rudy Gobert, A, it's going to have to be a trade. B, you got a crap ton of money. Now you're neck deep in the, in the luxury tax. Uh, I, you're giving up a whole lot if you go after Rudy Gobert, yeah. and, if, and if you plan to try to keep Trey and right. DeJounte. And, and, and again, in the NBA, you can't trade a superstar or a star player for draft picks. Like you can't trade um, for Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and we get Gobert, and they get three second round draft picks. Like that, that can't happen. You have to make some money match up with it. There has to be, I think it's 75 or 80% of the money has to match up. Well, that's Collins or Hunter and somebody else. You know, just to even get 75, 80% of the way there. So you can't just trade those guys for, okay, we get Gobert, you get three second-round draft picks. No, that's not how it works. Can't do that. Contracts have to have some matching ability to them. It will be interesting. It, it's not going to be an easy decision. All right, when we come back from the top of the hour, we'll be time for the Falcons flyover. We'll hear from Desmond Ritter, who was on Good Morning Football yesterday. Chuck Rinnakia Studios, Sports Radio, 929 Game, the Odyssey.com app.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.